Hello and welcome back to Wire to Wire with Nolan RECC. I'm Communications Manager Sarah Fellows. And with me today, I have Price Smith. He's the Board Chair of Operation Roundup. Price, it's good to see you again. Yes. Hello again, Sarah. Um, you know, I, I'm so excited to always have this conversation. Um, and this year, we're actually going to focus on some tips that um, that groups can can think about as they're applying for these funds. So we have some really special and, and kind of different information for people this year. So uh, before we get to that, though, I really want to get just go to the very beginning in case this is the first time anyone has heard about Operation Roundup. I want to just kind of go over the basics for us. What is Operation Roundup? Well, first, I'd like to say thank you for uh, letting us uh, have this time together uh, to get the word out once again about Operation Roundup. So Operation Roundup started in 2006 with Nolan RECC, and they authorized and uh, created the Nolan Operation Roundup. So what is that? Well, it's an opportunity for Nolan RECC members to voluntarily round up their monthly electric bills mm -hmm. to the nearest dollar. And then those funds are collected throughout the year. Um, and the No Land Operation Roundup Board of Directors awards impact grants to uh, applicants uh, based on their criteria. And uh, we give that money away. So uh, that's the gist of the program. It's been going, like I said, since 2006. Uh, you know, the average donation is around six to eight dollars. So it's really not that much. Right. A year. Um, right. I mean, yeah, that's per year. Exactly. And, yeah. You know that those funds have compounded over time. Mm -hmm. uh, for instance, since the program's inception, we have had donated to the Operation Roundup over two hundred and sixty thousand dollars. Wow, that, and is that has gone back into our local community. So there is definitely positive work that Operation Roundup is doing, and uh, it's be definitely been beneficial. It's it's been so neat to be able to follow uh, some of these projects. Uh, I've only been a part of this a couple of years here at Nolan, but. Uh, being able to watch some of these projects, uh, Mission Hope for Kids and and Rachel's Fun for Everyone project, things that are that are right there in our community. Like you said, the dollars stay here, uh, and they they do come from our members. It's voluntary, as you said, uh, so it's not something you're automatically put into. It's something you get to choose um, as a Nolan member. But a lot of our Nolan members, I mean, there's more than six thousand. Um, I believe at this point of our members that are participating in this. And that just says so much about who they are. Um, but it, it really isn't a huge commitment. I mean, you're like you said, the average donation per per year is, you know, six to eight dollars. So it isn't huge, but it really does make a massive impact in this community. So sure. it's it's just such a, a neat program. And and I'm I'm just I get so excited about even talking about it because of what it gets to do in this community. So um, can you talk briefly about how the application process works? Just, you know, if you've got a, a group in town um, or, you know, in, in this area that helps the community in some way, how would they even go about kind of getting started with this? Okay, so first of all, um, the application process, uh, we open that up about this time of year and we accept applications. I believe our deadline for this year is May 6th. That's right, yeah. So you have, you know, a couple of months to apply. Mm -hmm. uh, you can get the application from Nolan RECC or on the website. Right. But anyway, um, we take those applications and then we uh, look at them, we grade them, and then we award the grants. Now, so who all is eligible to apply? 
uh, we really try to focus on charitable organizations, uh, 501c3s, uh, that sort of thing, schools, uh, anyone that is doing work in the community and is considered charitable um, and uh, beneficial to their, their area. Um, and just, I'll give you an example of some of the groups. You alluded to some of them. Yeah. Uh, last year, we donated to Creekside Elementary for mm -hmm. Har Hardin County Schools, uh, the Knob Creek Conservancy here in LaRue County. Right. Uh, that's a nature trail preserve. Uh, we also donated uh, some funds to uh, the Shepherd's Pie Food Pantry uh, in Magnolia. And you all actually got to, to go in and like help with that one day. That was did. really cool. That, that was a treat. And uh, those folks really have it organized down there and they're they serving a, such a need. Oh, it's uh, such a big popular. I mean, I couldn't believe how many people came through. Yeah. And, and uh, it, there was, I don't even remember how many came through, but oh, it was a lot. It was very, it was a lot. very efficient. Uh, and they were very appreciative of the funds that, that we granted to that mm -hmm. organization, and let me let me just say a little bit about that. Uh, don't the the grant that we gave to the Shepherd's Pie Food Pantry, that was a little bit uh, unusual for us. Mm -hmm. um, normally, it's been the uh, the practice of the Nolan RECC uh, round Operation Roundup to uh, really not grant funds for uh, perishable items, right, uh, right? But the food pantry uh, had really come across a need to uh, to give milk to their clients of the food pantry, and we considered that in light of the COVID nineteen pandemic, that folks were hurting out there, that this was a worthwhile endeavor, yeah. and they had a grant application. We uh, thought they really had presented their case well to us. So uh, we made that happen. And uh, like, like you said, we went down there, I believe it was in November. Uh, and yeah, we actually cool, helped yeah. for one of their uh, drive-through giveaways there mm -hmm. at the, at the Shepherd's Pie Food Pantry. And we had a fabulous time and got to see a lot of folks, folks we I'd never seen before. I've lived here all my life, hadn't seen them before, yeah. uh, but some folks I knew. So they are really serving a need there. And um, another example of a group that we helped, uh, you mentioned Helping Hand of Hope, uh, Camp Tessa, uh, Central Valley Feed the Homeless. Those are the types of groups that we're trying to target uh, with uh, our impact grants. Yeah. And there's a whole laundry list of folks and groups that we've uh, granted to in the past. But those are some from last year. Matter of fact, last year we gave away almost twenty-four thousand uh, dollars in our grants. So uh, that really was a positive force um, for the communities. And so needed, particularly right now. Uh, groups have had a hard time raising funds. Of course, COVID impacted everything, and so uh, to be able to have you know a, a different kind of source. Uh, where they, they couldn't necessarily get together and have big fundraisers, this was a source that, that they were able to call on uh, for some of these things that really make a big difference. And that's, and I know that that is one of the things that you all look for is to, it, the more people that they can impact, the better. So if, if you've got a program that really impacts, 
either you know a large diversity of people or, or a large number of people, um, definitely encourage you to, to apply for these because you're all trying to make as big of an impact and, and you call them community impact grants. You're trying to make as big of an impact as you possibly can uh, on behalf of NOLAN members. And so um, that I know that's one thing you are looking for, but you brought with you, and, and this is what I alluded to earlier, some tips for, for people who are um, applying for this this year. Uh, you know that um, we've talked in the past about how this the application process is kind of where some groups fall a little bit short. They have a great program, but maybe they're not representing it well, or maybe they're not giving enough details in their application, or maybe thinking through, you know, what happens uh, during, you know, during us spending this money, what's going to happen with that. So you had some tips that you wanted to share that, that really would help groups as they're applying this year. So maybe talk us through some of those. Yeah, great. And, and we really should have done this in the past, but uh, we've thought that now was the time to give some pointers to groups when they're going through that application process. So mm -hmm. I, I, we, we've made a list of just some things that we try to look for. So number one, uh, don't try to fix the whole world, okay? Just try to do your part in your slice. And what I mean by that is try to narrowly tailor your grant application because the more focused it is, uh, the more detail we get, uh, the more we can understand what you're trying to accomplish. And, and, and the more uh, and the more manageable, the more likely it is to be successful. That's right. That's mm -hmm. right. So uh, and success is our paramount concern. We want these groups uh, to be successful mm -hmm. in their endeavors. And if they're focused and have a narrowly tailored uh, uh, program that they're that they're looking to uh, to implement, uh, we we look for that. So clearly define your purpose. Mm -hmm. Clearly define your goals. You know it's been said that uh, if you don't know where you're going, you'll get there every time. So uh, if the group that is preparing an application has a real clear idea uh, of what they're wanting and where they're going, that really helps as far mm -hmm. as on the organization side. Right. Uh, the other one is very, it's, it's almost goes without saying, but you got to complete the application mm -hmm. uh, and don't just, uh, you know, kind of slap it together at the last minute. Uh, and that sounds kind of, uh, kind of bad, but uh, really try to organize the application it and it'd be as thorough and as detailed as you can. Cause like I said, uh, we may not be aware of your group, or right. your mission or what ideas you have. And that's your chance to express that to the board of directors. Well, and um, I, I just want to say too, I, I know a lot of these groups are really good at doing the work that they're about, but but grants are just a whole different kind of thing when, you, when you're trying to apply for this. So it doesn't necessarily, that is not necessarily given skill that someone has, um, but, but like you said, it's so important. So, you know, maybe even you, you get somebody to help you out a little bit with that. Uh, and I know that there are people out there that, that kind of do a little bit more, you know, of that kind of thing. So it is really important that it's done well, uh, because again, it gives you all the information you need. So, so maybe, you know, bring in a, a friend who's done this kind of thing before, or, or even call one of the groups that, you know, has, has gotten uh, funding before, uh, and just see like, Hey, you have any pointers for us, you know, kind of, kind of uh, filling this out. I don't know. And it might, it might be helpful. Right. You're exactly on the right track. So, you know, thoroughly go through the questions, provide detailed explanations to, uh, to the questions, 
provide as much information as you can. Um, and I would agree with you. It's a lot easier reading the grants than it is to try to write one. So right. yeah. I can yeah. sympathize with that. Yeah. Um, okay. So along with completing the application, we need a detailed description of what your proposed use is of the funds. Mm -hmm. now, not only the amounts, because we want detailed estimates uh, of what things would cost, uh, not just a blanket lump sum number. We want to see details on, you know, where are all these funds going? Because we're accountable for what we do. Right. And we want to have as, uh, you know, to be as clear as we can on what we're donating and uh, granting those funds for. Yep. Uh, the last thing, and, and I saved this one for last on purpose, uh, was uh, we want you to solicit community buying it. Hmm. Okay, what do I mean by that? Well, number one, uh, we don't want Operation Roundup to be your only source of funding. We want this to be, we call them community impact, impact grants. We want them to be for the community and we want the community to support it as well. So right. we love to see uh, the community um, participating in whatever the project is. We like to see the community actually donating funds or donating in-kind labor or materials. And uh, that was one of the things that really got our attention on one of our grant recipients last year. And I'm gonna call them out. And that was Creekside Elementary for their walking trail. Okay. Um, they, they had about three quarters of their project already funded through the community, okay. whether it was the local contractors doing the the work for the trail or uh, other local folks providing the materials. Uh, they came to us and just needed a few last minute touches on it. And uh, so they really had the support of uh, the community down there. They're located in Sonora. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, that really got our attention that, yeah, the community bought into this. Uh, they were excited. Uh, and it was something that will benefit the community. It's not just the school that will use those uh, trails. Uh, it's the, the, you know, the, the folks down there in Sonora and the surrounding areas will use it. So that was one. Solicit uh, the community. Uh, get input from your stakeholders, whoever those folks are. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, you know, the more people that are, that are grabbing onto it and latching onto it, the more successful you'll be. We, uh, we follow up with our the uh, programs that, that are funded uh, so that that announcement comes uh, at annual meeting time. Um, and so I, I'm actually, I, I have the fun job. I get to follow them the rest of the year and get pictures and get stories. And, and, we, and we highlight those in Kentucky Living Magazine, uh, some of them that, that, you know, are able to kind of do some things. Uh, sometimes those projects take a little bit longer, but uh, that was one of the projects we got to, to focus on in, in Kentucky Living one month in this past year. And I mean, just, it was so neat to see the pictures of the kids. And that was one of the things that they said that the community had been so involved and that the community was gonna to get to, to benefit from it as well. So that was just a really neat kind of project. I, I agree that one stood out to me too. And I know Rachel's Fund for Every One Project has really engaged the community on so many levels. Um, but again, they're trying to you know raise a pretty big chunk of money. So Operation Roundup is a piece of that. Uh, but, you know, certainly they weren't relying on that for the whole thing. So uh, that definitely is, is a really great tip for people to know. Right. Right. Yeah. 
So um, as we kind of wrap up our time, um, I always spring this question on you and I'm, I'm curious if it ever changes. So I'm gonna ask you again, uh, first of all, how long you've been involved in this and, and why do you keep coming back to this every single year? Because it, I mean, again, this, this takes time. This is time out of your, I mean, you, you work a full-time job and, and you do a lot of things in this community. If people haven't seen your face, it's, it's because they haven't tried because you've been everywhere. Uh, but why, why do you do this? How long have you been doing this and why do you do this? Uh, and I must confess, I don't remember exactly how long I've been on the board of uh, Operation Roundup. I want to say it's been eight or nine years. Um, so why do I keep coming back to it? Well, one, it's a worthy program. Uh, uh, the, the idea of the cooperatives uh, for electricity serving the rural areas uh, is a... a, a a organization that's been very dear to me over the years. And then the idea that that organization uh, granted and developed uh, the Operation Roundup and applied it to this area, um, that just goes back out to those communities and it draws small resources a little bit at a time, but those coming to together um, and then going out and serving the community. That's the definition of a cooperative, mm -hmm. okay? And, uh, you know, everybody has a little bit of ownership in it. And that's the way Operation Roundup works too. So all the members that participate in Roundup, they each own a little piece of Operation Roundup and they're giving a little piece of all to these organizations in the form of the grants. We just help administer it. Yeah. Uh, and it is a volunteer thing. You know, we don't receive any compensation for our services. Right. And everyone that serves on the board, I would say to a person, uh, they enjoy it. They love seeing these folks' faces light up when they talk about uh, their programs and their groups that are receiving the funds. And they're very passionate. And that passion rubs off on you. So that's why I keep coming back. It's just the excitement of the whole thing. I like that. That's a good answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, Price, it's, it's great to talk to you. Just kind of some um, details in terms of how people can get more information. And you mentioned this before, but again, the, uh, the application can be picked up at Nolan's E-Town or Radcliffe office. Uh, we also have it available. They can either fill it out online or they can find a paper copy of that online at nolanrecc.com. Uh, you'll see we'll have a, a link right there on our homepage uh, for you to go straight to that. And again, it's, it's the deadline is May 6th. So you've got a couple of months, which is good. Take that time, uh, you know, get all that information together and uh, get, that, get that application filled out as much as you possibly can and uh, get that in by May 6th. And um, can't wait to see what comes in this year. That's right. And we will award the grants um, at our annual meeting in June. So that's when they'll be announced. That's great. All right. Well, Price, thanks again, always for, for coming and talking to me or, or for, for doing this virtually. It's, uh, it, again, one of these days we'll be in person, but it, it is nice to at least be able to have this conversation about that. That's so right. thanks again. And thanks for the work that you do with Operation Roundup. You're welcome, Sarah. Thank you for having me. And thank you for joining us for Wire to Wire with Nolan RECC.